Welcome to Productive Flow, where we answer the eternal question, why can't I get myself to do the things I know I should be doing? Here's the secret I've found. Productivity is rooted in emotion. True productivity and success come only when we heal the emotions driving our behaviors and remove all those internal roadblocks. I'm your host, Angela Kristen Taylor. I'm an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, and I've been right where you are. I've asked myself that same question a thousand times, and it only took me 20 years to figure out the answer. In each episode, we'll go deep into the emotional roadblocks and a brand new integrative approach that I call Productive Flow, bringing together your emotion, your energy, your time, and your focus to help you create natural productive flow and achieve higher levels of success in business and in life. Now, let's jump in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Productive Flow. And today I have Jennifer Arezio here with Soul Language, which I am really excited to have a conversation with her today. We're going to be talking about fear and how it blocks your productivity, uh, which is a great conversation and feeds into a lot of the work that both her and I do. So Jennifer, welcome to the show. Tell us all about you. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here and so excited. I created this paradigm called Soul Language, which puts tangibility to soul and the soul of a business. Why do you want to know that? Well, when you have words, human words, to put what you know down deep down inside of you, that allows you to kind of really create this conscious and deep connection and to actually step into the flow versus out of the flow. Um, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a teacher, I'm a master prayer writer, I'm a dog owner. Yeah, that covers me. <laughs> I love it. So master prayer writer, I, you know, I haven't heard that one before. So tell us, tell us more about that. That's very interesting. Yeah. So I do something called affirmative prayer, which is a way of actually manifesting things. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a combination of a vision statement and activation an affirmation, but what it does is it helps you declare really what you want, and that allows you to bend the universe towards that will. Uh, I've been writing prayers for over 10 years, and um, a friend of mine said, uh, when are you going to write that book? And I was like, oh, okay, so I wrote a little book. It's called The Little Book of Prayers, and um, clients kept telling me, okay, so you wrote this thing for me, and guess all the stuff that happened. And I was like, wait, okay, this works for me and it works for them. So might as well offer it to everyone who wants to, I think when you have someone help you with your manifestation process and actually use words that resonate with you, a lot of the kind of limiting beliefs are put on hold because you're stepping into a bigger forum because someone has helped you create it. So all of the doubts and fears in your head kind of be like, well, Jennifer says I could do this. So, you know, like, and so I love writing prayers. I love it. That's really really beautiful. And uh, one of the things that I really like about that is that it does touch on overcoming the fear. It really does. Because you're, when you're talking about um, declaring what it is that you truly want, a lot of times you start to feel the resistance that comes up as you're, as you're declaring that you're declaring it. You're like, Oh wait, there's something here. Do you want to hear one? Yeah. Love it. Pick a number one through 19. 
Uh, let's go with four. My favorite number, by the way. It's my favorite number too. That's so cool. That. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. It's a prayer for a broken heart. Oh, okay. I know right now I'm full of fear, pain, and sorrow. I know that the divine love can ease this pain and sorrow only after I've allowed myself to feel my feelings. I know that I feel that I might be consumed by the pain and sorrow of this broken heart. And right now I wish to hear the divine words that will ease my pain in my heart. I have a willingness to allow divine love into my heart, not to avoid or hide from my feelings, but to allow the seed of hope, trust, and love to be planted again. Knowing this seed will continue to grow and expand, that love is and will continue to bloom in my heart, that this willingness to experience divine love will allow the truth to be known, allow me to feel the part of me that knows no wounds. I am so grateful for this divine seed in my heart and even in my pain and sorrow. I know that there's always room to grow. I love that. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, you know, when, when somebody has, um, uh, a fear and so let's, let's use this particular prayer as an example, right? They have a, a broken heart and a broken heart can come in so many different ways, right? So many different forms. Financially, um, oh, romance, yeah. friendships. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Betrayal. Um, it could even happen in a, in a, a work related situation, you know, totally. Lots of different ways you can have a broken heart. So, and then from that, that breaking, right? A lot of times we'll have a fear that comes up saying, I'm not going to let that happen again, right? So we automatically put up a wall to block whatever that experience was from happening again, right? And then because we've put up that wall, now it's standing in the way of us doing other things, creating other things, building other things in our lives. So, in what way do you approach this? What way do you approach this where you can help people to uncover these things, unblock these things, remove them? And like you said, kind of take that, that quantum leap through or over the fear. Yeah. I think the first thing that people have to know is they have to keep uh, tuning into that place, which what I call the soul, that place within them that's never been hurt, never been broken. And really start to activate, and I'll show you how to do that in a second, activate that knowing that it's safe to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And once we know that we're safe to be vulnerable, and that what that really means, that doesn't mean that if I'm safe to be vulnerable, I'll never get hurt again. I'll never feel pain again. That's not what that means. What that means is, is that there, there's a deep knowing that no matter what human pain you might be experiencing, there is that solid foundation that goes, oh, huh, this is just whatever. Like, this mm -hmm. is just all is. There's no good. There's no bad. This is just an experience. Mm -hmm. It's that safety that we're looking for, that profound kind of place where it just feels like home. Mm -hmm. And I work with clients to activate it, utilizing their body because it doesn't have free will. Yeah. And it feels like this, divine intelligence, activate the knowing and the experience that I'm safe to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's the first thing, because we want to get them out of that. Mm -hmm. And then we start to really see on a deeper level how that heartbreak is probably just a branch of something different. Yeah. 
and we start to work with their soul to hear the truth so we can get their programming going, oh, I can let that go. That mm-hmm. doesn't serve me. Yeah. And then I also tell clients, imagine you're on a train station, mm-hmm. uh, a platform, right? Are you going to make the decision, which is perfectly okay if you do, to go to life lesson town, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's pain, there's sorrow. Listen, I have condos there. I'm mm-hmm. the mayor of that town sometimes, right? <laughs> or are you going to go to life purpose, peace, and prosperity? Mm-hmm. And once they're on that platform and they make the decision, then they can work with their soul to activate, let go, allow, or accept those things that are in the way of experiencing peace, prosperity, purpose, abundance, you name it. Yeah. And you know, the great thing is that when you are in a space where you are able to experience all those things, then productivity just sort of happens because you're, you don't have anything standing your way. You're not in a space of self-sabotage and you're not in a space of hiding where you are not allowing yourself to receive the results of being productive. Right. I think a lot of people get stuck there. It's like they, they get stuck in this, this space of, I want to achieve this, this, or this, right? And then they, they try to go after it, but as they go after it, it, they find that different fears are holding them back and they're not always conscious of those, those fears, you know, sometimes it's like, one thing I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is uh, I want to be successful. I want my business to earn this amount of money. Right. And then what they do is they say, okay, um, I need to have, they break it down all, all the numbers, right? I need to have, uh, here's my program. Here's my fees. I need to have this many clients, this many buyers or whatever, right. To be doing this so that I can earn this set amount of money that I've decided I want to earn. And this is what's going to get me blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. But then they, they, say, okay, but instead of actually making those sales or doing the activities that's going to make those sales, they get stuck in, okay, well, let me get the software program so I can organize all my clients. Let me build this website. Let me get my marketing on point. You know, so they're doing all the, all the busy work associated with having like a brand or a a message or all the things that we say we're supposed to have, but then they're not actually doing anything to make sales. And then they struggle and struggle and struggle and they don't get anywhere. So what do you think is going on in that situation? I, you know, I think that people feel great when they check things off their to-do list. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're not so great when they have to step into a sphere where they have to play a bigger game. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, this happens so often with, you know, master healers and coaches is that mm-hmm. they don't want to kind of say they hey, do you want to work with me? For a number Mm -hmm. of reasons. One, they feel unworthy of receiving. They feel unworthy of their talents and gifts, right? They they have all of these stories in their heads about, you know, oh my God, what if they can't pay me? And oh my God, you know, what will they think of me? And oh my God, maybe I'm charging too much or too little or, you know, or I don't even know how to say what I do. There's all of these stories in their head, which is, ego on crack just keeping them in the <laughs> illusion right of safety yeah yeah right and i think that's what's happening i think there's some deep-seated programming that is engaged i think 
listen, sales traditionally have gotten a really big, bad rap because there's been a lot of bad salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. there's all, like, all you have to do is watch admin, everyone, right? Like there's a whole, like, there's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really going, it's pulling back and going, okay, what's really true here? Mm-hmm. What does my soul want me to know about why my business isn't moving forward? And then we also identify the business soul. And that's a great conversation because when you talk to your business, your business is going to go, no, Jen, why are, you, why are you doing this busy work? Like, let's call blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, and then you really have to really go and go, okay, what's the resistance? Mm-hmm. I think often people will go to far greater lengths for things that they fear than things that they love. Mm. And you really need to know, to understand uh, not what you're great at in your business, mm-hmm. but what you suck at in your business, mm. right? Because that's yeah. the area of growth for you. That's where you're feeling disconnected. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be great at sales. You don't have to be great at technology, but what you have to do is not utilize that as a way of disconnecting you from receiving getting what you want experiencing what you want yeah so talk to us about your your soul language methodology and and what you're doing with it how would you address that sort of problem specifically well first the first part is we identify a person's soul languages which is a a process through uh, therapeutic kinesiology or muscle testing Mm -hmm. we each have three Mm-hmm. Uh, one in three different categories, your mission, how you feel that mission, and then your soulful personality, which really means how your soul prefers to go through life. Mm-hmm. And your business has three uh, as well. And normally nine out of 10 times people don't have any energies in common with their personal soul and their business soul. Interesting. Uh, well, that's because you're calling in a business to do something bigger first for yourself and then for others. Yeah. And that takes different energy. Sure. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. So I would... I would do it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm listening to all of the, I'm seeing all of the different ways that that can work. Um, <laughs> I would first have them turn to the business energy and really ask the business energy, what insights can the business share with us? Mm-hmm. The business is never going to tell us anything that we are in resistance about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that we don't resonate with. It will tell sure. us things that we're in resistance about. hmm And then I would turn to the personal soul and work with the personal soul to align the soul and the human. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a tangible example. I was working with someone yesterday about Mm -hmm. their services. Okay. And she's like, well, I don't know how to describe my services. And she's like, well, I do Reiki and I do this and I do that. I was like, yeah, no. She's like, what? I was like, you're telling me about the delivery systems or what you, the the Mm -hmm. methodology. Yeah. I was like, that's not how you talk about a session or a service. Yeah. You have to understand, you know, what the service is about. Yeah. And she would, and you could see it on her face, the crinkly, like, I was like, okay, let's tune into your personal soul. And um, one of her soul languages is called mentor. That's her, her mission language, top yeah. line. She mentors herself and others when she's mm-hmm. unconscious or in struggle. She doesn't know how to mentor anything, including herself. Yeah. And I said, so what does the mentor, your personal soul say? She says, well, I'm really afraid that if I mentor people and I take them on this journey, there's not going to be room for me. 
And I'm like, oh, of mm-hmm. course you don't know how to mm-hmm. your services or to talk about what you want, right? Yeah. Because you're protecting yourself, mm-hmm. right? So we we worked with our birth. That's a dog, everyone. We worked with our personal soul to really allow her human to know that she was safe and to reprogram it. So that's some of the stuff I would work out when it comes to those situations. That's really interesting. Want to learn more about productive flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free and you'll also get access to special content and resources. See you inside the group. So what, um, I, and I remember you gave me, um, one of mine and it's in my email. I can't remember what it was, but you gave it to me. It was in my email, but, um, I, I'm just thinking like when, how does somebody know I've got this problem and, and Jen's really going to be able to person be the person to help me with this. I think that occurs when someone is feeling like they're hitting that spiritual glass ceiling. Yeah. Right. Like they know that there's something more. They just don't know how to get there. Yeah. And your soul language was lawmaker. Oh, that's right. Lawmaker. I was just going to look that up, but yeah, Uh, that's right. Yeah. And lawmakers is about how you'll be known here and, and, for yourself mm-hmm. and others, you help create new beliefs and new structures, right? Mm-hmm. So not just yeah. the belief, but the structure that reinforces that belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when people are like, I know that there's something wrong. I just can't quite catch it. I I know that there's something bigger for me. They've been in business for a while. They're master mm-hmm. healers. They're coaches. They're really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But they're just not getting what they want with their business. Yeah. I'm the person. Yeah. And you know what I think is, is really relevant there is that it's, it's, it goes beyond, this is not getting what I want. I think because it's, it's not a like, well, you know, my business is not earning what I want it to earn. I think it goes beyond that tangible type of, of want and more about, um, I can tell you like, for instance, when I was uh, it's 2016. I was sitting with my business going from, okay, I'm productivity coach. And I feel like, you know, there's things that I talk about to some clients that I don't talk about to other clients. And I feel like there's, there's so much more to the productivity thing that I know about, but I feel like there's a missing piece to my business and there's all these things that I'm interested in and I just don't know how to put them together into what I'm doing. And so I, I just let it go for the moment. And I said, okay, well, what do I feel like I want to do right now? And then as I was saying that to myself, I saw an ad pop up for a health coaching program. And I was like, that looks cool. And then I signed up for that. I took that program. I was like, I have no idea why I'm doing this. No idea. And then two months into that program, I realized there is something here that connects in. And what it did was it helped me connect the mind, body, spirit aspect into productivity that I hadn't done before. 
And that's where I started to create that structure around productive flow. That's also a dog. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I created that emotion, energy, time, and focus as the, you know, the four elements of creating productive flow. And, and that is exactly the type of thing where I felt like there was something missing, something that I knew wasn't there. And yet I knew somewhere it was inside of me, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah, I like, always that say, would be a perfect example yeah, of when yeah. to call you. <laughs> I always say, you know, sometimes it feels like there's a box in the way. Yeah. And you can't look under the box. You can't look over. You can't look sideways. Yeah. But, you know, I, I tend to help people birth paradigms, right? You birth mm-hmm. the paradigm, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be another perfect, you know, opportunity to connect. Yeah. And I'm really focused in helping people create legacy, Hundred year movements, hundred year businesses. I love that, right? And so often people think about their business, especially entrepreneurs. They actually entrepreneurs don't really think of of their business as a business owner. They think of it as an entrepreneur, which is Mm -hmm. fast moving, always changing, blah blah blah. But they need to start thinking of it as a business, which is foundation and steady. And then they have to start thinking of it as a movement, like. Okay, were well, we going to sweat this little thing? No, we're, we're creating a movement. What do I need to do every day, every week, every month, every year to make this last 100 years? Mm-hmm. And those are questions only soul can answer. The mind is just not that big to answer those questions. I love that. I love that. And that it's so true, you know, because I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, especially the, you know, nothing to count you guys out that are listening to this, but it seems to be a more masculine perspective of looking at a business and saying, what is the term of this business? What is the money I'm going to net from this business? Uh, what's the long longevity, right? So they kind of look at something like, okay, I'm going to invest in this. Um, I'm going to receive a return in like 12 months and it's got like a, you know, a a 10 year lifespan. And so I'm going to make money on this fast and hard and then move to the next deal. Right. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs think like that, but for me, I'm like, I, when I look at like what I'm building, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to solve a puzzle and I feel like I'm trying to put pieces together of something and that when I fully get the puzzle together and I'm like, yes, I have the puzzle. Then it's like somebody dumps a bunch more pieces on my table and they're like, nope, not done yet. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I had it all together. Now I don't. And and then I have to figure out where all these other pieces go. And so um, I think that that speaks to your point where there's a difference, I think, sometimes in, in entrepreneurs and what is their drive and their motivation to creating. And are they looking to create something to turn a fast buck or are they looking to create something that does have that hundred year lifespan? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's more, it's, I think when we focus on the why Mm -hmm. and then the delivery systems or the purpose and then the delivery systems, it, it kind of gels. I think so many people are, are so focused on the delivery systems mm-hmm. and not on the purpose. Um, and the first logo for Soul Language was Puzzle Pieces, by the way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that is so perfect. 
Yeah. I love how much you and I resonate. Yeah. It's so cool. I was like, oh, like I was like, oh, yeah, puzzle pieces totally. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is like when you sent me, you had the lawmaker thing, and this was something that you you showed me and you told me about through the the muscle testing, you know. And then you um you sent me this sheet on it, and I was reading about it. And I'm going, oh, like this is so me. This is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you go, I'm having a problem or I'm having a conflict. Let me read my soul language again. And you go, oh, shit. I'm doing that yeah. one. I'm doing that one. <laughs> right? I, that's what I love about it because it's a tangible thing that you can look at and go, oh, I am struggling. Mm-hmm. I am experiencing that. Let's talk to our, our soul and move from the struggle to consciousness. Yeah. And yeah. it becomes an easier game rather mm-hmm. than I need to fix myself because you're not broken. Exactly. It's just a matter of choosing to connect more to mm-hmm. rather more than to the, what the divine rather than separation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that 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 does also touch on the fear is that when we're in that space of fear, we're in that space of separation. We're not in that space of design divine, because when we right. go into that space of divine, we're tapping into that safety and vulnerability that you are talking about yeah you're in the what is so you're not in the human preconceived notions of good bad right wrong right Mm -hmm. you're in like oh there's the next divinely inspired action and that supports a deeper knowing yeah um and it also supports big picture i think we tend to we (laughs) tend to really mine is eating paper i can't even look (laughs) <laughs> which I threw at her like it's about, she ate a shirt yesterday I mean, like, um, it tends to focus we tend to focus on really the micro of our lives mm-hmm. and not the big picture and yeah. when you focus on the big picture you're like oh yeah I don't have to worry about that because that's all gonna work out yeah. and it allows a deeper sense of freedom I mean that's what I deeply desire. I don't know about the rest of the world, but I deeply desire to feel free every day. And, and that 100%. takes, you know, that takes security and internal mm-hmm. freedom because you can't create what you want externally if you don't have a well of it internally. So true. 100%. Yeah. All right. So I think that if you are in a space of feeling like, you don't know what's next. You're not sure where all those puzzle pieces are, or you have them and you're like, I don't know how they fit. Um, yeah. This soul language thing is legit. It's a really good thing. I mean, you know, it, I always tell people like my, that's a great delivery system. My purpose is all about connection. Soul language is a really great delivery system. And what happens yeah. when people resonate with it then they're like, oh my God, like you can start to really see on across the board how everything is just energetically connected. Yeah. And it takes so much feeling personable, personal about so many things. Like, yeah. here's an example. Okay. My mom is like, my mom's a negotiator, it's a mission language, and she mm-hmm. negotiates everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. So if I say blue, she's like, well, I don't know if it's blue. Like, I got a kid like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
And so often I'm like, oh, okay. I don't even have to like, I don't even have to engage here because she's mm-hmm. just doing her unconscious negotiator thing. Yeah. And, and sometimes I forget to leave out at night. Just like, right. But <laughs> it allows you to start to go, oh, yeah, I don't have to take that personally. Or mm-hmm. let's go internally to see what I'm going to put into this situation versus pain and suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so relevant. Um, yeah, that really is how we're relating to each other, you know, yeah, totally and understanding the soul language, not just of ourselves or our business, but of the other people that we are in relationship with. Right. So yeah, that's super helpful because that, that does help you understand like when to engage, when not to engage, when they're just doing their thing, you know, and you can just kind of like let it go unless you're, let it you're, go. you're, you're like, you not know. able to do that at that moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not about me. It's really about you. It, it's, it yeah. becomes a, it becomes a, a interesting game of, of, of like candy land for me. Cause I'm like, sure. oh, it's an orange spot. I don't have that card. Yeah. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, awesome. So, okay, so people want to hear more about this and get in touch with you and learn what their soul language is, the soul language of their business, which I think is really, really important. How do, how do they do that? Well, the best way is the website, soullanguage.us. Uh, okay. There's a, if you search under soul language, everyone is entitled to a discovery session. Uh, where we'll identify one of your soul languages. It's my gift for you. There's no hidden agenda. And that's a good way for you to really experience it and see mm-hmm. if this is the type of paradigm that works with who you are and what you need. So, and I have a lot, so many free stops. So come over, come over to the party, get on my bus, as I said. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Okay, great. And we will put those links into the show notes so that if you guys are listening to this and you're like, yes, take me there, you can click right on the link and and go right to her party bus and jump on. <laughs> that sounds great. Great, right, Jennifer, thank you so much for being thank with us you. today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you and I appreciate your work in Soul Languages and just the help that you provide to, to really help people create that longevity in their business and, and really tap into their passion and, and putting that into their business and making that something that works. Thank you so much. So honored to be here. It was so much fun. And thanks for putting up with the dogs. Oh yeah. You know, mine are doing the same thing as he knocks into the computer as I'm getting ready to stop. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Productive Flow. And don't forget to go to Productive Flow Challenge to check out our five-day productivity challenge with me and Rachel and Claire and Nina. And if you have any other questions, just feel free to reach out to us right there at AngelaKristenTaylor.com. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. And especially... Thank you for sharing the show and leaving a review on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free and you'll also get access to special content and resources. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of Productive Flow.